Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, hello and welcome to the best of the run home. This afternoon it was the professor and Bozza. We had a cracking afternoon, didn't we, Bozza? Absolutely fantastic. Take a listen. Yes, it is your Friday run home. I am, uh, I'm the professor and I am in the hot seat for your Friday fun times. Uh, it's a big thanks to Hyundai Tucson. Tomorrow's SUV in stock now. Footy live in 4K Ultra HD only on Foxtel. And uh, also make your own rules at any time. Fitness, a massive welcome to all our listeners. However, you are tuning in. SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. SEN 693 AM in Brisbane. Uh, SEN 1620 AM at the Gold Coast. We're flying. Listening Anywhere live. else? Listening live. Surely on the, there's one in New Zealand Bozza, as well. you've got to wait till oh, I should, introduce sorry, sorry, you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was going to give you a big build-up. Oh, no, you don't have to. Uh, keep going, but this is great. I didn't know we had that many programs mate, around the, the country. Everybody's listening to the Boz Man today. Oh, well, you, I think, uh, Professor. Uh, so, well, that's... How many people in media are called the Professor? Uh, Only you. There's me. Um, there's, there's got to be another Professor, surely. Yeah but, yeah, but, yeah, but you're a real one. I'm a real fake one. I'm a professor of rugby league jokes. Well, okay. I, all right, then. Fair enough. That's not, now, what I've, that's the, not, the that's not my experience. I know you're not good at compliments, but I want to tell everyone. I think you're a real professor. I think Thank some you. of these other ones are the other ones that are a little bit, I wouldn't say fake. That's perhaps, perhaps a little bit brusque, but a, a little bit here, there, and you know where. Yeah. The voice you are hearing is that of the great Mark Bosnich, and he is going to be on all afternoon with me on the Friday run home. Are you ready for this, boss? Absolutely. I was born ready, number one. But number two, I can't wait. When Brooksy, and good afternoon, Brooksy and Mark, yeah, uh, both of you here. When Brooksy said to come in, I thought, outstanding. Because I've been listening to SCN over Christmas and all that. And, okay, he's got through Christmas. You know, he's done well with the fill-ins and all that. But now as it's starting to come back, you know, Joel, uh, the Johns brothers, Andrew Webster, you know, yourself, yeah. the Bozo coming back. Now we're really starting to hit out. Like, you know, there's really some the rubber A-listers. going. The, the rubber's going to the ground. And it's, and it's a really good time to start. NRL starts this week. Yeah. yeah we've got the test on right now, Australia. Yeah. Australia are one for none. Now, when I say one <laughs> for none, I mean one wicket down for no runs. So Kawajas has got out in the first over. They need 76 runs to win. However, the wicket is turning square, and I don't like the look of their faces at this minute in time. But we've got Champions League football to talk about from next week, um, everything that's going on in the world of sport. I really, really can't wait, and it's an absolute pleasure to be here. Go. Now, you want me to call you the doctor? No, nah, I was is messing around right? Brooksy on the phone. I said, if he's going <laughs> to nah. get called the professor... <laughs> I want to be called the doctor, but I don't think it really suits the boss. What do you that, do, yeah? the doctor, doctor for the next two hours? You reckon? Yeah. Can you imagine course. that? You're in the waiting room, like Dr. Boss is ready to see you. You'd be like running a mile. What do I see the Bozzo for? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with one, his... one laugh and that's it. Yeah, yeah your ears are gone. Bozzo yeah. with his rubber gloves How on, you, just ready, ready to go. I'm good. How are you, Bozzo? Very, very good, buddy. Very good. What's that hat you got on, too? Uh, this to is a, a hat from a cafe in Marrickville. Oh, lovely. Valentina's, yeah. Very good. Can very I just good. say, this is surreal. I know. I, mean, yeah, this is I know. So, this is bo- weird for me. This Bo-Bozza, is really good. so I 
I've worked with Mark a lot, and he's met a lot of stars in here. The, Cam- yeah. the Cameron Smiths, the Matthew and Andrew yeah. Johns. That's what he said. Doesn't care about any of them. Today he's got a real star. Wow, well, thanks, Mark. He's got the Bozzer really, in. Really appreciate the doctor. That. Yeah, really. The doc- appreciate sorry, Doctor Boz. You just love this. Look, Brooksy's loving it. Now, if you are sitting at home and you want to get involved in the show, uh, call one three hundred zero one eleven seventy or text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you've got a question for the Doctor Boz, yes. If, or you, Professor. No or problem. Me. Questions or about me. anything. Obviously, uh, from my speciality is obviously football, but please ask about anything. No problem. Well, I watched the opening game last night in the NRL. I thought it was an outstanding game of rugby league. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, and you know what? People hardly, I can't remember the last time I've heard this from somebody. To the groundsman at Combank Stadium. What an outstanding <laughs> surface that was. It was. It truly was. Because especially normally, now, when you know, they say over here they've got summer grass and winter grass and all, whatever, whatever. But. Regardless, you know, there's going to be a lot of traffic, put it that way. That was outstanding. I think that contributed to what was a fantastic opening game. It was. It was, And it normally gets a bit slippery, like, at Combank, doesn't it, later yeah. in the night? I didn't yeah. see any slip and sliding last night. Yeah, not not really the, the, the time of the year. I think it's a little bit when it starts still, to get a little bit yeah. cooler and a bit of dew goes onto the ground. I think that's when it really happens. Yeah? Now, are you still a para man? Or are you roosters? I am. I got my roosters there as backup, as backup, okay. as, pa- as, as para always. One. Yeah, but, um, you know, but after Paras last season, they were excellent. Look, they had chances to win last night. And I'm sure there's a lot more people that uh, will be calling in, and including yourself, you know a lot more about rugby than me, but from my naked eye, they had a lot of chances. Uh, had that little bit of a controversial one, which we'll talk about in a bit, about mm. the forward pass. Was mm-hmm. it forward or not? Uh, it didn't take their chances. And I think in the game like rugby league, like basketball, sort of you could say Aussie rules, when there's a lot of point scoring, if you don't take those chances to notch those points up, you always leave yourself vulnerable. But congratulations to Craig Bellamy and Melbourne Storm. Talk about resilience. They hung in there. And that's the, he's never been beaten in an no. opening game. That's no, so is that like, was it 20, 19? 19 in a row? Yeah. 20. 20. 20 now. Yeah. 20. Goodness me. Yeah. Uh, I was actually sitting next to the great Peter Sterling. Oh, right. I was yes. at an event and he was watching and it was great because Sterling was having a couple of beers mm-hmm. and it was like I was hearing the commentary that he used to do, but unfiltered. Unfiltered. Very Uncensored. Good. And obviously... Well, and what was... Professor, you, you are a professor. What, yeah. was your, what was your take on the game? Uh, oh, I've got to say, cracking opening game. If you're trying to advertise a sport, mm. and obviously, you know, Melbourne Storm do have this one weekend where the AFL's not on and they've got a lot of the AFL, sorry, the uh, Melbourne eyeballs on them. Yeah. If you want to advertise NRL to the southern states, that's a pretty good advertisement. Mm. Wouldn't that's, you say, yeah. Brooksy, to go Golden Point? Well, I think like that's very that. humble of you to say, but the bottom line is when, you, uh, when you've got possession of what is, and people can say what they want, but it's the best league in the world. Um, I don't think you have to advertise it too much, but fair play to you. Fair play. Thank you, Bozza. Yeah. Thank you, B-Man. Now, yeah. we, uh, we've we got a cracking show coming up. Luke Bratton is on, going to be on from CBFC yes! to talk some Joga Benito. Are you ready for that? Yeah. What's Joga Benito? It's uh, the beautiful game <laughs> in oh, Portuguese. Oh. <laughs> you know what I realised the other day wow. as well? So Portugal's got just, I think, around 10 million people. Mm. But 250 million people around the planet speak Portuguese. That's a pretty good achievement. Because of Brazil, right? right? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was soft, uh, yeah. Have you been to Brazil? I have, yeah, I have. How I have on that? several occasions. Excellent, really, really good. And I take my little boy to this. Uh, it's run by two Brazilians, Leo and Lee. It's at L Academy um, in Daceyville on a Tuesday. Very, very good. Very, very good. Is your well. little boy any good at... Oh, he's, all right. he's all right. So far, so good. He's all right. But okay. you know what? In a couple of years' time, he might turn around and say he wants to play basketball. Then I just let them enjoy themselves. But just saying, because I heard a lot of horror stories especially in New South Wales, about camps. And the three camps that I've taken him to, one was a guy called Tony Basher from, uh, like, Parramatta. That was really good. 
the Barsha Academy, which we'll, we'll take time to talk about because they got a lot of bad press last time, but uh, it's a long story, but that was excellent. And this L Football Academy is excellent as well. Really good. They, uh, it's, it's interesting for me too, to, just to watch. It must be a bit daunting for them when they've you know got all these kids running around and then all the parents are dropping on off and they look up and there's a bloke that used to play well, for Manchester United. I, yeah, I, look, teach I, my boy how to play. I kind of thought that, but this is why I really respect it, especially about the L Academy. So I was walking around the Oval because my daughter upset me in the morning. So I said, as punishment, this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> she upset, I don't know. No, so I said, as punishment, this afternoon, when your brother's training, we're doing a 30-minute walk. So as I was walking around to do this, they, to be fair, they went, excuse me, Mark, no, no, we, no parents are allowed on the pitch. I said, fair play, fair play, because I was thinking that. Of too. course. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you should have seen a smile on my daughter's face. <laughs> that was the end of the 30 <laughs> minutes, Brooksy. <laughs> no walk for leggy. <laughs> Straight to the canteen. <laughs> yeah, it was. How old is your daughter? That you... 11. She's going to Harry Styles tonight. Oh, oh she's a wizard. Yeah? Does your... Well, I'm not. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm very upset because I went to Ed Sheeran last week. That oh, was did brilliant. Was it good? Oh. Does your daughter have, <laughs> have the bozzer laugh? No, she doesn't, unfortunately. Oh, that's a I told shame. you where that laugh come from. That laugh was basically manufactured as a kid through insecurity because I thought if they don't laugh at what I say, they will laugh at my laugh, <laughs> which worked. But unfortunately, you know, when you're young, it can get into your, is, your memory. I couldn't get rid of it. It was one of them, Brooksy. You know, you can't, you know, it's like you've learned a language, you can't not unlearn it. Hard to shake. No, it's hard, very hard. Really. Bozza, it's... It's the best thing ever because, and having worked at Fox, we knew when you were approaching the building <laughs> from about two k's. You go, oh, Boz is in. You can, you can hear him on the way. In. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, we're also Boz this afternoon, and I do know that you love your cricket. Yeah. Um, one for five now. Thank one you. for five. Thank one you, Boz. And that's why you got Boz in, right, Brooksy? Yeah. I said I want a cricket expert. Yeah. It's a yeah. big afternoon it of cricket. Was. Yeah, pretty much so. Pretty much so. I mean, going back to, I mean, I can. My, my first memories are late seventies, really. Um, you know, during the time of World Series cricket and all that, it was a fabulous time, fabulous time. Obviously, it was a little bit different. The hours changed when I went to the UK. But, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, then he got stumped. Anyway, <laughs> and the other thing I was saying, you know, I used to have this argument all around in England. I used to say, you know, I used to say, why do you guys say, you know, five for one yeah, and all yeah, that, you know? Yeah. And they go, well, that's how you say it. Like, well, no, you know, it's a weird, I said, we in Australia say one for five, you know? And I turn around to my mate Dwight. I go, and obviously in the West Indies, Dwight Day. He goes, no, we say it like the English. I went, thanks, buddy. Thanks for that backup there. Really appreciate that one. <laughs> so it's only yeah. us. We're only the only us, ones. Only us. And then we had a couple of South African trialists. They confirmed that they did that as well. Well, and because the Kiwis are the same as the UK as well, aren't yes. they? Oh, what is going one? on? Should it be know. the same as driving? Like if you drive on the right-hand side of the road, the wickets so. should be on the right-hand side so. of the scorecard. So. But wait, wait a second. Yeah. If you drive it, on the left-hand no, side of the road. Every team that plays cricket drives on the left-hand side. Oh, what are oh, they doing in South Africa? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Definitely New Zealand. Yeah. Definitely uh, the UK. I can't, I can't remember us. off the top of my head. Oh, All India. I can remember of South Africa was uh, going to a World Cup game in Socceroos and coming back and going on the bus on the way back to an airport to, for, uh, near Rustenburg to get, to get a plane to go to Joburg. And as we went across the bridge, the bus driver realised that he couldn't fit across the bridge. So we had to back up at about 2 in the morning on the bridge with about a hundred foot drop. What? Oh <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Had to back up like that. How's that? Yeah. And then the air conditioning wasn't working great. No. Right? Right? So this is a classic. So everyone was complaining it was too hot. Then when he turned on to complain it was too cold. So we had a system where if it got too hot, I'd whistle. <laughs> he turned it off. <laughs> I'd turn the air conditioner. If it got too cold. And then you turn it, the turn it off. Like, this is that was whistle. for two hours. You know, you know, you know, just change from the parents on. Just change, and just make sure we don't fall off this cliff because you got a problem, buddy. Now, <laughs> India drives on the left as well. I think we've just 
It's obviously Pakistan, all the, I think, left Pakistan, as well. It's all the British colonies, yeah, I much, guess. Yeah. The Sri Lanka, I haven't been to, so I wouldn't know. Oh, oh, that looks close. If you're Sri, <laughs> if you're Sri Lankan. One for six still. Labashane in with head. It's, uh, look, it's 70 runs to win, but it's uh, anyone can remember. It's got really good memories. So heading the 81. <laughs> it's got that written all over it. <laughs> so, yeah. B-Man. Yeah. Croatia. Is there any cricket yes. in Croatia? No, not not that I know of. However, when we go to split airport on the way back, I did see a Croatian AFL pitch. So, you know, his AFL round pitches are maybe a little bit... So, CFL over there. Yeah, pretty much so. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, look, my dad's late sister now, bless her soul, she came over late 70s, early 80s uh, with her husband, so that, oh, my dad's brother, my, my uncle. And he was actually trying to explain it to him on TV because... Uh, my late auntie, dad's late sister, had seen me with some pads on and thought I'd broken my legs. But he's trying to explain. <laughs> and he was trying to say there's actually no word for LBW, right? Right. So he was trying to explain how to my uncle, why is it that that batsman had to, why is he out? And there was no word to explain it. But he just tried to sort of say in a way that if he hits his leg and the, the umpire decides it's pitched in line and it's going to go on to hit the stumps, then it's going to be given out by that man in the hat. The Michaels just turned around and said, oh, if I had a bat in my hand, that guy gave me out. I'll go whacking across the head. And there's why there's probably no cricket in Croatia. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, uh, Mark, you have prepared a bit um, bit of a third test update here of, of the first two days. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a wicket then. That wasn't. No, was no, it, was no it? it's over. It's over. Australia, over. Australia are one for seven. All right. Okay. Kawaja got out in the first over. Labashane's on five heads on two. Okay, then he's 69 runs to win. Very good. Yep. Do you want to fire off this here, Mark? We'll have a little listen. Uh, sorry, to uh, Nathan Lyon. There we are. Here we go. Sorry, this is Nathan Lyon. <laughs> oh, it's on it! That's it! That's the 10th wicket! Australia have got them all out for 163. It was a horrible shot from Ahmed Siraj. He's got Axa Patel at the other end on 15. Doesn't look like getting out. With a lead of just 75. And what does he do? He comes charging down the wicket to the man of the day. The man who has picked up eight wickets for 64 runs. Nathan Lyon. Take Nathan Lyon, not Superb. bad. Did you see much Superb. of it? I did. I did. I did. I watched more of the first two tests. And obviously this test was like a little bit, okay, you know, with, with all the problems and this, that and the other. But I did. I flicked over. I flicked over one night and I was like, why are India batting? I, I was like, what's happened? So, But that, they were four for 84 at that stage, and they got all out for 163. So, look, if Australia win this test, they tie for those who don't know, there's a World Test Cricket Championship, and the top two teams at the end of that cycle play in a, in a World Cup final. So if Australia do win this test, they guarantee pretty much their place against India uh, in the World Cup final, which I think would be in June, July. I think it is, Brooksy. Uh, we say 11th of June. It's, usually it's in the UK. So there's that to come up. There's the ashes. It's, it's, it's a massive time for cricket. It is. Now, I, yesterday I was on a bus and I was getting off the bus to walk to the wharf bar because yeah. I wanted to watch the end of the cricket. And when I was watching it on KO on the bus, yeah. um, we were still batting. Yeah. And then by the time I got off the bus and walked, oh, I reckon a five-minute walk, mm. we'd lost six wickets in 11 balls. Yes, we had. And yeah, so we had. Yeah. it was between the innings. Well, I, look, I think – look, I think it – I always believe that if you're going to have a pitch that leans to one side, I'd rather it from a neutral spectator's point of view. I know the batsman wouldn't agree with me here. To leaning towards the bowlers, it does make for more exciting test match cricket than one team scoring 600 and the other team scoring 500. That coupled with the fact that I think, you know, with the 2020 and one day is, um, you know, people want to play a little bit more quicker. I think this is what's leading to these type of test matches. But to make it entertaining for for the youth growing up, it's all right when we were growing up. Mm. I think you have to do that. But I, I think this pitch is actually leaning to one side. 
Well, like, I don't think this is leaning. This is like this is this is no leaning tower of Pisa. I said leaning. I didn't say actually falling over to one side. Yeah, leaning to one side. But you know, the best Test matches that we that we know and we can remember are always when they you know one team scores about two eighty, three hundred, the other about the same. Next one round about that, and then you know that those are the best ones. It's interesting because there's a lot of debate around what we've seen in the first two tests, and I'm sure we're going to have more of these yeah. conversations after this. That do we want test finishing in three days? I, I for one, think it's awesome. Like yeah, it's a point too. of difference, and I'm sure Nathan Lyon thinks it's really good when yeah. he's just added 11 wickets to his career yeah. stats. I, I, I but, would rather it, to be honest, and I think for the future of the game. Look. From, from somebody from another sport, I could turn around and go, yeah, yeah, play five days. But I'm telling yeah. you now. And I saw you last time at the cricket, right? So when I asked my kids that they want to go to the cricket, they looked at me like I was like, yeah, test yeah. match cricket. They're like, yeah. So to get the youth into it, like we're all been, you know, uh, into it and, and like that, I think you have to make it more exciting. So if that means yeah. it's three days, it's three days. I know yeah? you sort of take the last two days that you would have, broadcast and yeah. you go, well, if we've got three entertaining days That's and right. people are talking about the cricket when yeah. the NRL's starting, like 100%. Cricket Australia are probably like, oh, damn it, it's three days. But mm. also, a lot of people are talking about the Australian cricket, cricket team, team and we're going to make the World Test Challenge if we do our championship, if we do win this test and it'll bring a bit more into the ashes and then the TV deal that comes around next time. Of course, it will. Time, of course like, it will. Well, I, you, know, they, you know, look, bottom line is if we were winning, you wouldn't hear half, no, that's uh, right. half yeah. as much complaints. We'd be wanting one and a half because, days. Yeah. It's because of the way that, yeah, it's because of the way that we got beaten in those first two test matches. But we haven't got a particularly great record in India, to be fair. Now, did you see the Usman Khawaja catch? Was uh, uh, this right now? Straight away? Yes. Uh, no, not him getting out. His catch yesterday in the field. No, I didn't. It was, no, I didn't. It was Mark Bosnick. Was it? He was yeah. diving to his Let's level. It was like a. It's not a. We're radio. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's go down to the nets and have a look. Let's go. Let's go. Marky, get it on. Get it on. Radio. Get it on your phone. Okay, I'll get it on my phone. It is like a goalkeeping save. Oh, brilliant. So he's diving down to his. Yeah, it's sort of one hander. It just stuck, and he caught it in reverse. The hand oh. was the wrong way. Oh, okay. and he well it was an amazing played. catch, wasn't it? Well played. Come on, Brooksy. Well one of the best. We had a few good catches in the, the Yeah, in the, the Steve Smith one. Remember, see, that Steve was another Smith. one. I mean, you guys are younger than me, but that was another one as well we used to have in those days of, you know, World Series cricket, just after World Series cricket when they all come together again in classic catches. That was a great part oh, of the summer. It was, was wasn't brilliant. it? Yeah, it was really good. Questions coming for you already, Bozza. What? Um, what are some good drills for goalkeepers? Got good drills for goalkeepers? Um, uh, Ryobi? Uh, no, 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 no. Drills? <laughs> yeah, I don't hear what you're saying. <laughs> practice, <laughs> practice, <laughs> practice the, yeah, practice the techniques. Yeah, practice techniques. So, for example, here's a good tip for you all goalkeepers, budding goalkeepers out there. Let's do one technique, taking crosses. In my opinion, taking crosses sorts out the men from the boys. All right, that, that shows that you're really dominant. But when you go to take a cross, your stance should be stood up because you've got to get the flight of the ball from where you're standing and standing up. So a lot of goalkeepers go in their normal stance for a cross, which is a little bit crouched over like you would for a shot. But then they realize as they stand up that they've taken the trajectory from a different level and it can get too big for them or too short. So stand up when you practice taking those crosses. The other ones are just simple low dives and the top corner dives, the ones that are sort of miracle saves. And for the low dives, always remember, no harbour bridge. So no up and down, hands to the ball first. So, you know, that far off the yeah. ground. Yep. And for up the top, if the ball is head like uh, above your head, yeah, use the opposite arm. That can go f further. If it's below ah. your head, the arm that's on the same side, yeah? Um, uh let, yeah, Brooksy. Yeah, no, I've noticed yeah, that yeah. where they yeah, do cross over. Yeah, 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 right. right. If you if you set to reach over here, 
that can actually look yeah. a little bit further. So there Boz you go. is giving a display. Yeah, it's very. So. Oh, we should, Have we got though. a? We got a. We got a field around here. Can we? we can't go today. Obviously, it's a bit. A bit <laughs> you want to go on the ad break? We'll <laughs> no, film something and roll it in, and then you can roll it in. Yeah, that's a good. Record it. Give it to give it to Brian. For everyone who doesn't know, that's Brian Fletcher, my good friend. Welcome back to the best of the run home with the prof and the Boz. Uh, Bozza, we chatted some NRL. The Eels and Storm kicked off the season last night. Mm, absolutely fantastic game um, from somebody who's an outsider looking in. Um, Entertainment Plus and, and some really good athleticism from both sides. Let's listen. Yeah. Well, it's actually uh, the prof and the Boz this afternoon yeah. for your Friday run home. Where is uh, Joel and Brian? Where are they? At the footy? No, they Brooksy, what do they do on a Friday? Joel Joel's got a new show on Saturday. It's called Let It Ride from two o'clock. Joel's doing Sats too much. I was gonna say to you, I, I heard him call the week. game as well last night. Yeah. And I'm gonna say to him, buddy, you know how much I think of you. And I think you you know, but your rest is important. Yeah. And you know what? You just don't want to become the same voice. You're gonna become stale. I need that intensity. I think he's doing okay. too much. Do you think Joel will be listening now? Could be, yeah. yeah. Joel, listen to the balls. No, no, right? I just, he just needs. You know, I'd love to hear it because, especially from a tactical point of view, very few people in rugby league I've noticed actually have a tactical appreciation like he does. I learn. I yeah, learn. he's good. He's you know what Joel's you know really who good does at it, is yeah, research. Yeah, he does. Yeah, good that, but you know, so he's tactical thing. But like, see, like something like you know, Joey Johns last night on the coverage picked up the runaround thing about Parramatta. See, that was really interesting for me. Mm. How it was drawing in the Melbourne Storm defence to the centre, and they were doing the runaround, and of course that's why they'll. Getting overlaps, then Parramatta on the outside. So that was that's that's like wow, okay, because that's how our game's going a little bit. You don't want it too much, so you don't want it like you know, we're, we're, you know, like we're working at NASA, yes. right? Because people are just no. going to turn around and say, "Hang on a minute." The same with our sport, but just to hear that in a simple way, that's like priceless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's the technical stuff, but delivered. Yeah, like you know, when they start talking about the left edge, and yeah. I'm just getting to know what's that and this, yeah, that, and the other. I was wondering that. So I was, I was wondering why Parramatta getting so many opportunities out wide. And he's saying because they were doing the runaround uh, just off the ruck and it was drawing in the Melbourne Storm defence. You go, oh, okay. But then yeah, they, they threw the, the forward pass, mate. I've got a theory about that. So, you know, now, I mean, please somebody write or text in whether or not this is possible. Yeah. Um, uh, in our sport, with the VAR video assistant referee, you mm. guys got the bunker. You know how we got the offside lines for yes. just for like. Couldn't they not do something similar for forward passes for something that's vital? You know, like, you know, to say, okay, well, when it was passed. Because, Brooksy, you got... Well, as we were saying, the problem is that the ball can travel forward, but it's got to be backwards out of the hand. So how do you rule... It's not the same as the VAR? No, but couldn't you rule, right, okay, he's letting the ball go now. Let's draw the line where the but, ball but then actually... The, but then the ball can float it in can. front of that line. Forward. It's got to so, be backwards out of the hand. And we saw it with Mitchell Moses where he was doing that um, short ball where he got pushed backwards as he was passing, and then the gentleman that was running off his right... Mm ran through, so it looked like that he was throwing it from a forward. Yeah, yeah it did, if you're fair enough. I don't know what you mean. Because of the motion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. thought something. That was, I, was like, I mean, look, even Billy Slater said it on the commentary. He thought that was good to go. Like, because as he's making the pass, the winger, the Parramatta winger, what's his name? Um, Mike Acevo. Yeah, Mike yeah. Acevo, that's it. Um, he, looked, he looked behind the passer. Yeah. I'm like thinking, oh, hang on a minute, yeah? Yeah. I guess they could do... In saying that, I thought the referee yes. was outstanding last night. Sorry, he was. No, he was really good. He was calm, good. Ashley really Klein, good. was it? Yeah, I think Klein. it was. He yeah. listens to he the show. He was was so that's good, Ashley. No, no, I, I really enjoyed that, Ash. I think he let the game yeah. go nice and then he contributed to a good game of footy. Good. All right. But Mark Spud Carroll is not a fan of Ashley Klein's attire, though. Oh, the, bright, the bright orange boots. I'm you didn't like, like him. You know, Marky? No. He's a fashion Spud. expert. He is. Well, I love Spud. You know, I'm very, very close to him, but... 
sorry, Spud, if you're listening, I, I don't really think that's really your forte. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I love you the bits, but I don't think that's your forte. Oh, God. Now, hey, you've got to help me with something today. Go. Pause, huh? Anything gotta, you want, We've got to pick the contributor of the day. They win a Signet right. Boost Power Bank valued at $44.95. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. Okay. Also, a $40 voucher thanks to Perla. Premium tees without the price tag. Get Perla. Contributor of the day. Dot two. Right. And there's one more, mate. Doesn't stop there. Six oh. tickets to the Tigers v Titans thanks to Brighton's oh, Lawyers. Yeah. Who helps you in your time of need. Well, um, where's that at? Leichhardt? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I might go to watch that one. Mate, best place to watch football. Yeah. Leichhardt Oval on a Sunday. Yeah. Well, be a, and big one tonight, eh? Reigning champions, Panthers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be huge, yeah. And also, yeah. Uh, obviously, Knights Warriors. Knights Warriors. That kicks off at 6 o'clock by our time, doesn't it? It yeah. does, and yeah. uh, Matty White's going to be calling it for SEN. So are you, sure. so, how are you going with the New Zealand team in in the NRL? Yeah, he's thinking about maybe going another one, or are you thinking about maybe mine? Well, well, how's it going? Well, I was listening to a bit of... Um, oh, a bit, a bit, I, I'm going to come back to Brooks. It's a bit of a, <laughs> a, bit of a head shake. But get, get, go. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. uh, in my opinion... I don't think the first team's got to start winning before you give them a second team. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. And where did they finish last year, Brooksy? 14th, 15th, Warriors? 14th, they, I think. 14th. It they kind of do every year. Um, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of chat this morning on Maddie's show about PNG having a team, Papua New Guinea. Well, which I, be... I mean, that expands the market, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it's just that you have to just think to yourself um, when it gets to above a certain amount of teams, I, I would seriously consider having two divisions. How good would got, relegation well, be in you, rugby you've, league? You've got interest then. You'll have interest at the top, right? Yep. At the top of the top, right? Mm-hmm. To see who's in the first four, who's who wins the yep. uh, minor premiership. You'll have interest to see who gets into the top, whatever you call it, five or six or seven or eight. And also you'll have interest at the bottom and at the top of the other competition because everyone's going to be striving to get in. The other thing I'm thinking about is if there's teams, and I'm not trying to you know implicate any teams, so I'll just keep it general. There are teams that are going through a rough patch. Titans. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're going for a run. They might want to go to the second. They might, like, just, just to sort to of front cut, regroup, yeah, just get ourselves back. Yeah, right? that's all. Um, you know, so I, I'm, you know, like expand by all means. But if it gets to a point, like I said, I, I, I would seriously consider doing it. Hey, I'm with you, B-Man. We're yeah. going to take another break here. We've got the news on the other side. More of the Prof and the Barn on the run home. Yes, you're listening to the best of the run home with the Professor and Bozza. We also chatted some cricket with Sam Perry from the great cricketer, didn't we, Bozza? Yes, we did. As Australia triumphed in the third test and pretty much guaranteed their place in the World uh, Test Championship final, which we played at, at the Oval in, I think, June and July. And he gave us a great insight because he'd been in India for the first two tests. Um, so let's take a listen to what he had to say. Our next guest is uh, from the Great Cricketer podcast, which uh, is massive. Now you can catch that on Spotify and Apple. It's Sam Perry. G'day, Sam. Are you there? Hey, boys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pleasure. Our pleasure. Now, mate, are you sitting down watching the end of this third test? Yeah, I am. I, I've moved now. I have to say, uh, probably for the first 30 minutes, I didn't blink. Uh, I didn't get a doctor <laughs> in or something like that. I hadn't moved from the couch. But uh, Travis Head's bombed a couple over the uh, bowler's head. And yeah. uh, it's I've got to say, if we... <laughs> If we managed to stuff it up from here, that would be historic. Uh, like our YouTube views would go up massively in India. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb with 20 runs to win and nine wickets in hand and say Australia should do it. Well, now they're on 15 runs to win. So so well done for that, Sam. Now, okay, I want to ask you from a cricket, cricket perspective, what's been the biggest difference this test match um, to, the, to the first two? Now, you can also throw in, because we know with dead rubbers, that there are teams around the world who don't have the same intensity. But 
what's been, in your opinion, the biggest difference, besides the fact that you're not there live, which obviously you're a, a hex, a bad luck thing, but other than that, what's the biggest thing? <laughs> that was a long question, Bozza. I like it. I like that from you, Bozza. Yeah. I think with the Robbie Slater chat as well, it's, you know, people don't realise that Robbie Slater was great off his pads, you know. It goes both ways. Red as the ball um, as well. Okay, let's keep going. Yeah, let's uh, yeah, you could boil it down to two things. Either the Indian cricketers have had a, a massive circuit uh, and haven't turned up to this game, or okay. probably the, the more serious cricketing answer is that, look, this is, this is what happens when a team has time to adjust to conditions, you know. It, it's a real shame to me that uh, this heavyweight battle has been reduced to something that's a little bit more of an exhibition. You know, the, the Aussie guys were basically playing big bash, you know, in the, in the weeks and days leading up to this really stern test. Uh, on on extremely difficult, you know, borderline um, manipulated cricket wickets, mm. and it's it's taken a couple of games for them to find their plans to adjust to the rhythms of it. And you know, I think they're getting their rewards now. So yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd say Australia's improvement has okay. probably been the biggest difference. Now, with them uh, hopefully winning this game, um, what do we say? Fifteen runs to go. I 15 think. Fifteen runs Sam, to go. Fifteen runs to go. That means. They, oh God! I hope they win. Uh, that they uh, they'll move on to the World Test Championship, which will be played at the Oval. Um, you might be able to help us with this. Why isn't it on at Lords? Do you know? Yeah. Uh, good question. Double uh, look, I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I think there's an Ed Sheeran concert there, uh, <laughs> yeah. or something like that. That 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 day, or maybe maybe there's a, like an Oxford versus Cambridge thing on, and I think that takes precedence. Right, of course it uh, does. In yeah. England over Australia, England. Uh, yeah, I, look, I'm sorry, I don't know the precise scheduling over at the ECB. I know that the last World Test Championship final was in Southampton yeah. of all places oh, right. yeah. uh, due to COVID, and then this, mm. this one's at the Oval, so uh, I don't know. And Given India's increasing power in the game, I presume the next final, if they uh, choose to have it, will probably be in India. So uh, I, I agree, though, um, because the, the, the Lords is kind of the home of cricket. That's where you, that's the, the place that would be fitting, you know, for the yeah. final. But I guess we'll have to settle for the oval. And on that neutral ground, who do you think comes out on top out of these two heavyweights? Uh, I mean, it, it the. the the conditions would be far more suited to Australia's strengths than these ones that they're currently playing on. Mm. Uh, but uh, India still has a few weapons there yeah, as well. well. I mean, they still they're have still a well few quicks yeah. that will come back. And, and you know, the, the great loss for this series that people aren't speaking about is India's batters, you know. I mean, not only do they have to struggle against guys like Matt Kuhneman, who was playing seconds for Queensland, mm. you know, a couple of weeks ago. That's the show, they have to face Ash, Ashwin and Yeah, that's our depth, you know. That's, that's, that's depth we have in us. Australian cricket. <laughs> we go that's all the right. way down to seventh tier. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, three plays for every position. We're deep. No, Mourinho yeah, we're deep. Well. We're deep. <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think that we would, we would probably go in as favourites, you know, right. for, for that game. But the the oval's pretty flat, you know. Like, there's a lot of runs there. I don't know what the it's rules quite are. Quite fast. It's, it's quite fast and hard. The yeah. oval, we know that. Well, it will depend on the weather. Usually, <laughs> it is when they usually play the, the the last Test match there of the Ashes. But that's usually <laughs> yeah. actually in August. Have you played anything ginger. on the oval? Bob? No, no. At Lords, if you played a if you played a game, had to to be a member at Lords, you could play a game for the MCC, and it would mm. I don't know if it, it would sort of 
circumvent sort of having to go through all these other membership things. So I did that. Uh, and John Embry was actually bowling. I could hardly get him away. He was outstanding. I've got to say. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a spin bowler he was. Did you anyway. get a few runs? I like Bozzo. how you, I like I Bozzo. I, like I, I stayed in there. Yeah, I, I survived a bit. Yeah, the Bozzo yeah. usually <laughs> exaggerates a little bit and says, yeah, I had to survive a bit against against Embers. Yeah, put it that way. Uh, listen, <laughs> Sam, one of, the, one of the greatest test matches in modern history England versus New Zealand, and New oh, Zealand yes. winning after yes, following yes, on. Yeah. Um, talk us through that and, and let all the listeners know as well because I don't think enough people realise what an absolutely fantastic test match that was. Yeah, I mean, it, look, uh, it's probably a bit of a cliche now if you follow cricket all the time, but uh, England are playing this, like, um, absurdly entertaining brand of cricket that they're calling Bazball, you know, named after their coach, Brendan McCullum, uh, and... What that means is, you know, they kind of bat at five or six runs and over. And this this game was played on a wicket at Mount Monganui in, in New Zealand that was really slow and docile. And ordinarily, that kind of game would finish in a, a, a bore draw, you know, guys making big runs. But given how quickly England were able to bat, it, it managed to get all the, go all the way down to the wire. England took a huge lead after the first innings. They decided to enforce the follow-on, which meant New Zealand batted again. Their captain, Kane Williamson, made... A ton of runs uh, and uh, and gave England a a you know a challenging total to chase. I think it was two fifty odd or something. It went right down to the wire. Uh, it turned out that you know right at the end, England who you know put themselves in a position to win the game. It was a last wicket stand between uh, Anderson and Leach and Neil Wagner, the uh, mm. the grizzly old veteran, managed to uh, sort of strangle Anderson down the leg side. And uh, and New Zealand won the game by one run. Mm. Have Amazing. you played at Mount Monganui, Bozza? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I played a couple of times in New Zealand. It's very cold. Very cold. I can imagine. I think it was at so Mount Smart Stadium, was it? Was very cold. Yeah, very cold. That big striker was like threatening me throughout the game. Really? Very, very angry man. Yeah, oh, jeez. Hey, uh, Sam, you're a big North Sydney Bears man. Um, did you hear Bozza, Bozza's chat about? He wants to have two competition. What is it, sorry, two tiers, two divisions. Yeah, two, two divisions. divisions. Yeah. Interest at the top, interest in the middle to make the to make the final series. Interest at the bottom to see who gets relegated. Also, interest at the top and in the middle of the second tier as well. Also, an opportunity for the likes of North Sydney Bears. Yes, so right, we're not ready right now, in. but we'll start off in the second tier. And also mm. for teams that are in the first tier, they like maybe a little bit overspent. They want to just regroup a little bit. So they're like, okay, we got relegated. We get relegated. We'll be back. We'll be back. What do you reckon, Sam? Yeah. I would like it would be honestly one of the great joys of my life if I woke up tomorrow and, and the NRL you know embraced promotion relegation mm. uh, and uh, you know, the Bears would still find a way to stuff that up but to even have a chance you know, <laughs> to, uh, to, get, to get back into the NRL would be enough you know the, the hope is all you need I mean I, th- I think pro promotion relegation has been floated a few times in the NRL yeah. and, and generally don't, don't the clubs just tend to go well no if that threatens us well, a lot of them there's yeah, no way it's gonna happen about, a lot of them are scared obviously of, of losing and they, they there would be there would be a difference between the first tier and the second tier mm-hmm. but you'd also install the uh, parachute payment uh, method which would basically be say if you relegate two teams those two teams would get 75 percent of what they normally get the first year Second year, 50%. Third year, 25%. If they stay beyond four years in Division 2, no more. But that would be of the money that they actually earned of, of, of being in there. And and mm. also another thing that needs to be brought in, and this goes the same for, for football, so uh, over here, is transfer fees. That's that's a that's an income stream that clubs are missing out on. And it could also, mm. for example, if you get, say, for Parramatta, my, every second player I see, I go, oh, they're from Parramatta Juniors, this, that, and the other. 
it's a wonderful way for it to incentivize your youth team coach to say, look, listen, I might not be able to pay you 400 grand a year, but what I'll do is this, I'll pay you 200 grand a year, but every play that you produce and we sell, you're on, you're on 5% off. It's, it's for me, it makes sense. It's just, you know, there are some clubs who, like I said, who have to sell some clubs who want to buy. It's just another revenue stream that you're missing out on. Uh, yes, Bozza. I love it. <laughs> Sam, transfer fees? Thoughts? Oh, I'm all for it. Look, look I, I, you know, I, I would do some heinous criminal things for the Bears to come back into the NRL, you know. And so, like, like, like these, these, are, these are the couple of things Sam that I would like. bend my ethics for quite comfortably. Yeah, sure. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know, that's how sick I am. I'd be all for it, boys. Any, right. Anything to get the Bears back. You always hear, look, at the, at the very least, I do hear, I still hear the Bears in conversation that's coming back. Uh, I know it's a bit of a tragic comedy for a lot of people, but uh, you know we're still we're still knocking around. I've heard more mail recently. I, I'm I'm not going to break anything, but the, oh, the, the bears are still knocking 100%. around, guys. Now, look, he, he, my, you know what my ultimate reason is? I want every boy and girl in Australia, no matter where they are, because or where where they've been born, because you've got no control over where you've been born, mm-hmm. right? To be able to wake up to watch the NRL like I did last night, and to say I want to do that one day, but to be able to do it wherever they mm-hmm. are, so if they want to go for play for their local team. They've got that opportunity if they're good enough, not only individually to maybe get sold on, but for their team to go forward. Either that or a cup competition, like we used to have the Amco Cup in the old days. That That's, that's another right. That's another yeah. thing as well. That's uh, that you know that I think, really, I think, you know, like I said, I don't think they play enough games and play for long enough. I think the off-season is too long in the NRL. Yeah, really? Yeah, I really do. I, so I really would, you, do. would you, would you, sorry, Sam, we've just moved on here. Maybe <laughs> yeah. jump in. No, I'm good for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, would you like them to play, say, 52 weeks of the year, Bob? No, because in the heat, they can't play in the heat. <laughs> but they're already yeah. playing 27 rounds of yeah, full contact sport. It's not enough. I know contact sport, I, I'll give you that, like I said to you before, about the toughest sport in the world and all that, but they can spread it out much more. They can finish They can finish October, November. There's no problem with that, in my opinion. Sam, do you think it should be longer, the NRL? Uh, no, not really. Like, you know, I don't need sports content in my eyeballs every single day yeah, of true. the week all the time. I, I, I like... I like uh, this is ext- an extremely old school idea, but I do like um, cricket in the summer and footy in the winter. Yeah. Well, it still would be. Yeah. yeah. yeah There'll be a little bit of a crossover. All right. Hey, Sam, thanks for joining Three us. Two runs to win. Two runs to win. We'll let you watch that. Hey, um, if guys want to, if the listeners want to catch you guys, are you doing any live shows in Australia soon or what's the plan? Uh, no. I mean, if you're listening in the UK, we're doing live shows there during the Ashes and then oh, we'll be wonderful. back doing our li- yeah. run of live shows uh, for the next Australian summer. Uh, Terrific. No doubt. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Thanks, Sam. That's beautiful. That's Thanks for having us, guys. Cheers. Sam Perry from the Great Cricketer Podcast, which there you can go. get on Spotify and Apple. Brooksy, are we hanging around for these two runs or are we going to take a break here? We'll break. You reckon? Yeah. All right. Let's Hang go. On. <laughs> no. All, All right. right. All right. Take a break. <laughs> Let's break. Yes, you are listening to the best of the run home with the Professor and Barney. Uh, finally, Bozza, mm. we chatted to a man from your code, Luke Bratton from the Sydney FC. Yes, we did from Sydney FC. Um, Luke obviously um, has had the experience of one of his children having leukemia, so he spoke about uh, his hair being blue as long as uh, along with Patrick Wood. So please go to Sydney FC site to donate. Um, and so that was really special. The big blue against Melbourne Victory for them. And also about larger problems with the A-League, which we know have been, um, uh, you know, quite substantial this season about playing in the middle of summer. So it'll be very interesting to listen to what he had to say. Now, Bozza, um, we are, we do love chatting football with you. Do we? It is a joy. Brilliant. Soccer, right? Yes. Just a little joke, buddy, I knew. I loved it. Um, Now, uh, our, our next special guest comes from your code as well. Oh, 
Joining us now on the line is Luke Bratton. Are you there, Luke? Yeah, mate. Good afternoon, Luke. How are you? How are you, boys? Are you good? Very good, thanks. How are you? Good, mate. That's good. Sounds it. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies in advance. i got the, the kids in the back of the car. So oh, all right, be, good. Uh, good. Why exactly? What's the names? Amaya and Alia. Amaya and Alia. Hello, Amaya. Hello, Alia. Join in at any time. <laughs> Uh, How are you, Luke? So, uh, mate, um, obviously a tough loss last week against Melbourne City. How have you guys turned that around? How are you going to get up for the, for the game this week? Um, yeah, obviously last week was uh, was tough. Um, I just don't think we were quite up for it. And, you know, against a, a good team like City, you, you've got to be on your game. So, look, we, we did video and um, we've had a, a really good week of training. All the boys have been on. The, the mood's good and... Um, you know, these are the games you, you you don't have to get up for. You know, it's it's a good feeling around the club. They're big games, and um, yeah, it's exciting. And hopefully, you know, we get a good crowd, and um, we need. You there, Luke? Yeah, he's back. Do you he's not back. Get any of that? He's back. No, you just got cut off for a split second. We, we yeah. just lost you at the end. Yeah, we just lost you. But you're back. You're back. You're back. Uh, okay, cool. uh, Luke, uh, you've been up and down this season. Um, there's been no doubt in there. You got a little bit of momentum a couple of weeks ago, but like the professor just said, another loss. Is there anything that you can put your finger on this season in comparison to, to other successful seasons that has not been quite right? Uh, yeah, look, Bozo, it's, it's hard to say because, uh, you know, the, the first year it was at Sydney FC, we won the double and, mm. like, we had a fantastic team, um, I'm not saying we don't now. We don't now. We have a fantastic team now, but I think the only difference is back then when we didn't have our best games. Um, you still get a result. We still grind it a result, mm. um, which we're just not doing now. We're we're getting punished for mistakes, and um, mm. yeah, like I said, we're we're not seeing our results when we're not at our best. Um, mm. Because when we're at our best, we can we can beat anyone. Mm. Um, I really do believe that, and you know. A few years ago, when you know when we went out our best, we, we still grinded out a result and, and worked for each other. And yeah, it's just you know when things aren't going your way, then you know you, you've got to work your ass off and, and, and win games uh, with the fans. So yeah, we still got you know seven or eight games left to, to change that. So um, yeah, you know we'll, we'll look to build momentum into the finals. Hey, you've got the big blue this weekend against uh, the Melbourne Victory. Um, they're, they're languishing at the bottom of the uh, table. Mm. Luke, do you think this is a game where you guys could put a, a big score on them and it could, you know, propel you forward? Hopefully. Uh, that's, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. um, look, you look at their squad and, and they've got, you know, incredible talent um, all across the pitch. And, like, they've got a few injuries as well. Um, so... Honestly, these games don't really matter where you're on the table. Um, anything can happen. Um, yeah, it's just who, who wants it more on the day and, and who turns up. And uh, like I said, hopefully we get a decent crowd out at, um, at Allianz. And yeah, it, it should be a great night. What stood out for you this season, Luke, in terms of not only Sydney, but uh, the league in general? What stood out for you? Obviously, the the, the, the table is extremely close. Uh, well, which that, it, except for the top, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I'm, I'm just ignoring that. But um, yeah, <laughs> the rest from second down, yeah, from second down, yeah. Now, what are any players yeah, that st- yeah. stood out? Anything that stood out? Particular game, a crowd, anything? Uh, I think Lecky's been incredible. Um, I think he's been the best player in the league. Um, obviously, 
there was a few question marks over him, a few comments made about him when he first came back. Um, but he's just proven how quality is. Um, I think he's been the, the best player in the league by far, and obviously it's a, it's a big loss for City, but you know they've got the depth to cover that. Um, yeah, to be fair, there's, there's been some great players in the league and some, some great games as well. Um, but yeah, I just think the quality of football is 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 very high at the moment, and um, you know it's it's all attacking, beautiful football to watch. So. Yeah, it's, it's exciting times. Terrific. Thank you, Luke, and thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck again, mate. Hope you beat those Melbourne Cheers, people. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, kids.